0: Jackson Palo is a trainer who I, I think the last time I saw Jackson Palo at the races, and I might even be wrong about this, was uh, the fire, post-fire meeting at Buchan. And he's, he was oh, down yeah. there at down I know Tiger and Glenn put our horses at Jackson's place on the way down to the Bucken, And I I know he's had a few picnic runners. So it, it was of great interest to me, Dan, when yes. I saw today that Jackson Palo had a debutante who tried okay by Highland Reel running in the Biley Handicap over 1800 at Flemington
1: today. It made my ears prick. Yeah, well, on debut, and it doesn't look out of place because the only horse that's want to race is the favourite. Everything else is a maiden, but this is a debutant. Yeah,
0: it is. Jackson joins
1: us. G'day, Jackson.
0: Hi, how are you today? Did you go to that bushfire meeting at Buckingham?
2: Yeah, I would have been there. First thing I'm going
0: to pull you up is
2: Palo, by the way. Palo. All, yeah, silent
0: T. Well, I dropped the T, but I got it wrong up the up the front end and I actually said
1: to Dan in the ad break I said it's pronounced payload I got it wrong <laughs> I was sticking up for your pronunciation but Dan
0: you know, we had an argument in the ad break about <laughs> the pronunciation it got pretty ugly actually Dan's sweating <laughs> yeah,
2: in the end,
0: we're, uh, he was sweating anyway I think he's got the flu hey um what's the story here you've got this debutante running uh in the Biley today over 1800 yeah look need the homebred.
2: um We've had four fouls out of that mare. He's the odd one out. The rest of them are pretty weedy and very backwards physically. He's always been pretty forward and, and sort of shown us it's a little bit early. Uh, look, we think he's a stayer and obviously first start over 1,800 would probably suggest that. But um, he's done the work. He's won a nice trial over 1,350 against the horses three weeks back now. And we just sort of felt this was probably the right race to kick off in against his own age group.
0: Is it about the fact that you think he's up to the class or a little bit of that but also, well we can get to run at Flemington on a beautiful track over a distance that's going to suit him, why miss that opportunity? Well
2: look there was two options for him effectively both today and one was a mile made at Moe, he's taking on older horses to sort of battle hard at season and you look at this race here today as you guys were just saying two seconds ago there's one horse that's won a race effectively a two-year-old today is made and worth ridiculous money so it's, for mine it was a no-brainer just to have a throw at the stuff. So we, we think the horse has got ability he doesn't do a lot wrong um, he's a real dude he's, he's doing it on ability at this point in time he's still got a little bit to learn but um no look we just thought it was the right race of the two
0: would it go into the category of stranger things have happened than if this horse... It sounds like he's got ability, he can stay, he's bred to stay. If you transplanted it to Donald or Bansdale and you took out Quang Tree, he'd probably be a $6.50 chance. Well, that's how we looked at it. I mean, there was 15 non fourteen
2: acceptors and only three had won a race and the two scratchings were two of them. So, you know, it's, and, and look... The, the favourite obviously looks pretty hard to beat, but it's giving us four and a half kilo, and it's a filly, and we're a big, strong colt. So you know, there's no reason to not have a throw the stuff. I think you uh, are keeping to his own age group more effectively than you know, taking on older horses and being around
1: a little bit. But well, you sort of had a couple of preps without racing him because he had a few trials you know, in a prep that he didn't go to the races last time, but he's had a couple of uh, jump-out trials, including a 1350-metre jump-out um, win uh, recently, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and look, we... There's only four in it, but uh, I think the two, the front, second and third, they've both won two or three races in sort of benchmark 64
2: graders as older horses. And Caitlin King rode in that day, and uh, she just said, oh, they went him." She sort of was pretty happy for that to happen and she said I gave him a couple of cracks in the whip and he sort of goes oh you want me to go fast now so he, he's doing it because he can he's not doing it because he's got that competitive streak just yet uh, and look we've, we've had uh, Brenda McPherson she most of his work now and you know she's had a few good horses down here when she was a trainer and you know she she sort of hopped off and, and said he's, he's got enough gears as it is but once the penny drops he's going to have another one so she said I think you will have some fun down the track and um, Pretty well, everyone that's ridden
0: have all put a fair bit of praise on him. It's just whether this comes too soon for him or not. Have you got any other Highland Reels? Uh, I know uh, there's a bit of a feeling that they might go alright. Is this the only one you've got?
2: I've got a Weaning filly that we bred as well. Uh, We actually sent the mare back to Highland Reel, but she got a spider bite. She got a big crook, so she got retired. So yeah, we've always been really keen on this bloke. He's always looked the part even from a very young age. So, um, as I said, he's the odd one out. He, the other three at weedy are pretty backwards. And, uh, yeah,
0: he's, he's, he's very different to them. Dan, have you considered that you might have had a spider bot? I'm trying to work out, Jackson, what we're dealing with here is a very cold studio, and Dan's in a muck lather, and he was crook earlier in the week. Do you reckon it might have been the white tail, perhaps?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, Without inspecting his body, I can't tell.
1: You don't want to inspect his body. <laughs> oh, I'm becoming... Oh, <laughs> I'm coming good, so there's nothing to worry about with uh, okay. with me. Um, Jack, Jack, remind us of some of the horses that you've had, and perhaps some of the ventures that you you've had to town. Um, I, I, there was a horse oh, you had going really well, uh, an older stayer just just a few years ago. Escapes from my mind. Not Ela, was it was an Alabama man. Or? Uh, no, he's the
2: of my existence. Oh, he was the maiden
1: pretty, long, true, long time. But, yeah, uh, no,
2: that was Boonstar, uh, That was uh, actually a half brother. Today, but no. Um, no, it might, look, it might have been me or Cheryl years ago. But right, um, no, look, we just play on the cheap round, we sort of at the end of the line down there at We sort of go play your strengths a little bit. Um, but it's all swings and roundabouts. I mean, last year was probably the worst season we've ever had, and this season we I think, we've had twelve winners from our last forty four starters. I think, I think, it is, so, you know, nothing changes. Just you get a little bit of laughing. You know, your cattle improves
0: the smidge or you, know, you, just, you get lucky running. It's just uh, you know, the ups and downs of training, I guess. Hey, um, on Tuesday, Andrew Nichol from the ATA is going to join me in the studio for half an hour to discuss about the distribution of wealth in racing in Victoria, about the prize money distribution, the number of trainers... Is there a vulnerable group? Is there anything that can be done to uh, to uh, enhance the opportunities for trainers with say, 10 to 30 horses in work, which may be your group? Uh, there was you know reverse ballot races have been mentioned, and there's there was those two races run at Sale on Good Friday that I th- I think we should introduce a lot more of them to to stop the super giant stables from you know their fingerprints going all over every race everywhere. Uh, how are you travelling? And do you think that maybe in a distribution of wealth sense there should be some greater protection for the small-to-middle-range trainer? It's
2: probably a matter of how you do it, for mine, because now that most of the training centres in town are closing and can't just say Metro, it just cut out your limit to so it's, it's probably probably going to go on a numbers sort of game, but, I mean, that's very hard to probably police at the same time. It probably takes a fair bit of syndrome, uh, I'm not quite sure how to do that. That's, that's smarter people than me. Um, but look, we, we travel okay. I mean, we've just got to get a place for horses where they can be competitive. And I've got no class against the big boys going everywhere they like. I mean, they've, they've still got a good job. But they're owners, so probably not the answer you wanted
0: to hear. have wanted a bit of uh, emotional... No, no, no. I think everyone's... <laughs> no, I, I think that's great that... Um... There is that view as well, and that's one of the the, the, the conundrums with trying to deal with this issue is uh, invading on the rights of trainers to go where they want to go and whether you can actually uh, do anything about that or whether they've got every right. So no, that's an I, interesting I, I point. Think, I think there is... Uh, I mean, look,
2: New South Wales is a little bit different, but uh, I think we probably need to work out a little bit different than, say, how they had their highways and that, because that's clearly not going to work here. Um uh, think they've got to work some other way around it, but it would be nice to see that. I mean, the, the country championship a couple of years ago was fantastic, but that's sort of gone to the wayside a little bit with the exemptions for some of the big boys could check it now and get in it. So um, there's always things you can improve. It's probably one that they, they can look into and you
1: would think they can have a bit of fun with it. Jackson, if, do I remember correctly you were a, a steward with Racing Victoria?
2: Yeah, years ago. Probably uh, done it for well, plus eighteen months, maybe, and then sort of decided I think I want to uh, work on my own things and, uh, and, and training instead.
0: So yeah. Don't be a cop, be a robber. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my way to put it. Hey, it's uh, the wrong way to put it too. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, um, now I've solved this problem because um, I'm intrigued about the palo palo palot now. So have you got a? Yeah. Is it French? What's what's the background?
2: Yeah. Uh, look, I'm not big on the, the hole where it's come from, but I know I know it is from French uh, descendants of mine. line. Uh, and yeah, it's better yeah, the silent sea. So we, we get everyone gets it
0: wrong with once. Sounds very exotic though, I like yeah, it. For yeah. Bansdale too, like walking down the yeah, street with go. a French sounding name, I think it's very exotic. <laughs> yeah,
2: well I'm ruining the four well, it would have been fourth generation jeweler, but I'm ruining that, so <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Good luck. Good luck with Highland Blaze today. It sounds like he's got ability, and let's see what happens. Good stuff. Thanks, George. Good on you, Jacko. Jackson Palo.